Hello, I am so excited to be here tonight. And I'm lying, I'm completely terrified. Look at you people, this is horrifying. Thanks so much for having me here. Okay, power and politics, popularity, power and politics. I guess I've been asked to be here because I did just come off of a recent election. I just ran for office, a state house candidate in District 6. It's really awesome, so you can applaud now. Very cool, thank you very much, really great. And I lost. So if you want to take your applause back now, I completely understand. I didn't just lose, I lost badly. In fact, if my campaign statistics play out in this room at all, less than one in three of you are going to like my story whatsoever. <laughs> 27%. But that's not the point of the story, so have heart. I guess I can talk to you a little bit about politics, but nothing about popularity, because I have none. So... Becoming a politician, though, was really never my end game. It wasn't the point of my life. I spent the last 18 years of my life as a social worker. Uh, I spent, thank you, thank, cool, right, applause for social work. All right, I spent, you know, many years working in the disabilities field. I then spent many years working with children with disabilities, and things were great. I was very satisfied. I had an awesome career, and two years ago, my life was on this straight uphill trajectory of awesomeness, right? I'm loving life. I'm happily married to my high school sweetheart who's in the back there somewhere. I love you, honey. Thank you. We uh, have no less than four, count them, one, two, three, four boys. So you can imagine what my toilet bowl looks like. Um, I am you know, going back to school to be a licensed clinical social worker. I've got a great job with the state. Things are awesome. And at this time in my life, we finally uh, realized a dream of being able to purchase our first family home, which was an amazing milestone in our life. And so we put everything we had and everything we didn't have into this great little piece of land and a house in Sutton. And it was great. Life was awesome. Uh, a few weeks after we moved into our home, we first learned about the proposal to open an industrial-scale open-pit strip coal mine within a few miles of our home. In fact, within just five miles of downtown Palmer, where we were born and raised. And it was like a punch to the gut. It, uh, I can't describe to you the overwhelming feeling of powerlessness and fear at the idea of raising my four sons in a coal mining town, like we're in West Virginia. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> this is Alaska, right? And so I think when people face, are, you know, face with this kind of situation in their life, there are really three choices. You can put your head down and do your job and get through life and hope for the best, or you can move away, you know, run away from the situation and start your life over and hope for the best, or you can stand and you can fight and you can do everything within your power to prevent this catastrophe from happening to you and your community. And, that, you know, that's what my husband and I decided to do. I'm not really sure that we even seriously considered any of the other options. But how do you do that, right? I mean, we're full-time working parents. We got a gaggle of kids. We're barely keeping our head above water, you know. How do you integrate this amazingly overwhelming issue into a very full life? And what we found is that you can't do both. And so I quit my job. <laughs> I quit my long-term stable state employment. And I took a job with the coalition fighting the coal mine. Uh, my husband quit his job so that he could stay home with the kids while I dedicated every waking moment of my life to this issue. And it was awesome, right? I mean, I learned more about coal and environmental issues than I ever thought possible in my life. I met some amazing people, and I'm rocking it. I'm kicking coal's ass, people. 
I mean, this job was great. It was so cool. I'm thinking, you know, I changed my trajectory, but it's still going up, man. I've got a whole new career ahead of me. This is so cool. Life is good. And then in the spring of this year, I had a brilliant idea, a brilliant life-changing idea. Because what I realized is that there was nobody jumping up and down to run against our coal mine loving representative in District 6. So who better than a mom with no money, lots of kids, and no time to take on this ex-military pilot guy, right? And did I mention that I'm a Democrat? So yeah, this was the most brilliant idea I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And so I once again quit my job. And I began the longest, hardest, most expensive job interview you could possibly imagine. And just to give you a little bit of scope, people, District 6 is this gigantic chunk of land in the middle of Alaska. It runs from northern Matsu, Hatcher Pass area, all the way up the Glen Highway, over to the Glen Allen area, down the Richardson to Valdez, up to Delta Junction, across the Denali Highway. It's everything between Fairbanks and northern Matsu, between the parks and the Richardson, and it's huge and gigantinormous, okay? <laughs> I mentioned I have no money. I have one car for a family of six. Um, and I knew that if I had any chance of beating this guy, it would have to be face-to-face. -face. If there's anything I know how to do, it's connect with people, right? That's been my whole life, is connecting with people. And so the last five months of my life has been borrowing cars to drive five hours at a time to get to the next neighborhood. I had to find people that would let me crash in their house. I have slept on pads on floors. I've slept in my car. I've slept in campers. I've slept in a tent because I had to be a presence in these communities. I had to do whatever I could to meet these people, and it was amazing. It was the most wonderful experience of my life. It was exhausting, and it was stressful, and it was really hard on my family, and it was awesome. And lesson number one that I found going door to door in the Matsu is that people there love their dogs more than life itself. <laughs> and you will not believe how many times my ass has been sniffed in the last few months. <laughs> Bring doggy treats. Bring doggy treats. So, um, so I lost, right? But that's not the point of the story because I met some of the most amazing people I have ever met in my entire life. I got to know communities and you know the ways in which people were working together to live these really healthy lives, and it was incredible. And I think when it all comes down to it, the lesson that I learned is that no matter what we're doing, it always comes down to people, whether it's politics or the environment or whatever, it's always about people. And so here it is, late November, I'm a loser. I'm broke, I'm jobless, but I'm okay. I'm exactly where I need to be in my life right now because I'm a better person. Thank you so much for letting me tell my story.